Welcome to the Sex and the Sinistry podcast, where we apply astrology to everyday life, dating, and relationships. Think Sex in the City if Carrie Bradshaw was an astrologer. That would be me. I'm your host, Nadja Unlocked, and this episode is going to be about making friends, building connections, and creating that you know, chosen community around you because family is nice. Family is important, but that chosen family of people you decide to have in your life, people you choose to be in your life, is it just hits different. And the song that's playing in my head right now is the little um, friends. How many of us have them? I wish I had the editing skills to actually like insert the song. But for now, we have my beautiful voice. Uh, You can hold your applause to the end. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) But no, seriously, I am the kind of person that really takes friendships so seriously. Um, I mean, I've said this before. My moon is in the 11th house. So I just I really have a special place in my heart for my friends. And honestly, like some of the greatest heartbreaks I've had and stuff like that have been with my friends, not even a man. So that's just that should just let you know how deep it is. But that doesn't deter me from making new friends or anything like that. I still have such an open heart for creating that chosen family and still building that because I have been trying, but I'm not completely there yet. Um, lately I have been on Bumble friends. I'm not, we're going to talk about the act the these dating apps later on, but I've been on Bumble, uh, the friend the I think it's called Bumble BFF. Yeah. I've been on there, uh, just meeting girls to, to become friends with. And I've had a few, um, I've met a few girls off of there and they were nice. They were cool. Um, the first girl I met on there I met her I met up with her at Yard House and mind you I'm in Atlanta so everybody is fake rich everybody is fake bougie is one of them so yeah I met met up with her at Yard House and we sat and had dinner and talked and you really it was given 21 questions like we just exchanging stories back and forth asking everything everything we could even think of and it was cool like we was we was vibing um the waiter had came up and we just uh started playing playing with him like coming up with this fake story that we were strippers and i don't know we were on like our breaks or something like that or getting dinner before we went to the to the club i don't know it was like really really um off on like just Oh, like off the top of our minds like we didn't discuss that we were going to play with him like that but we just both decided to do it so th- that was cool she was a Sagittarius and we decided to hang out again we went to the bar at this time that time and we were having a good time like she just was one of those people who was always talking about money she was always talking about how much money she had and how she just spent thousands of dollars on this vacation and on this bag and on this you know just one of those people and 
I believe that she probably did have it, but it was definitely given new money, which is not a problem, shit. New money, old money, it's in your pocket, you know? But, yeah, she just went on and on about that. So, we at the bar, and we, you know, getting shots. We taking shots after shots after shots. After shots. We got a hookah. Hello, I'm about to sneeze. <laughs> Okay, I'm back. <laughs> but yeah, we had got hookah and everything else. And uh, then she was like pressing me about sending her like half for the hookah that she ordered. And I was, it wasn't a problem. I sent it to her. But I'm like, girl, you was doing all that talking about how, how you got all this money and spending thousands on a bag. But you want $20 back for the hookah. Okay, well, I sent it. It wasn't a problem. It was nothing. By the end of that night, I was super drunk. Like, I got so drunk off of the tequila shots. I didn't, didn't even remember leaving. Uh, my, little, my, little, um, my little male friend had came and got me from the bar. I remember texting him, like, I'm ready to go. Come get me or whatever. And, yeah, but I, I didn't remember, like, if I said bye to her or if if we were I don't know I just didn't I was blocked out by the time I just didn't remember leaving like leaving the bar um or what I our interaction was when I left the bar so <clears throat> so um yeah and then we were supposed to hang out a third time but my little brother was in town visiting me and he had flown here all by himself because he's such a big boy <laughs> And uh, my hair wasn't done. So I I did have plans to go out with her, but I was like, never mind, girl. Like, I don't want to leave my little brother in the house by himself. You know, he came to visit me for spring break. And plus my hair not even done. Even if I did want to go out, I wouldn't even be feeling like my best self right now. So, yeah, it was like, that's just what I told her. And then she just, like, unfollowed me on everything and stopped texting me back and it was just like okay because I needed to cancel one night all right (laughs) um and so that was that and then I didn't get back on Bumble for like a year and I I got back on it like at the top of 2023 and I met two more girls that I hung out with and they have both been like really cool um it's still giving like Man, maybe this is the maybe this is the flaw in making friends online. It has been like like they they have been nice and they have been really cool and like you know really warm and welcoming. But I haven't been able to get out of that um, out of that phase in a friendship where you think you can only link up if y'all are going somewhere. You know, like. A friend that you you have to entertain y'all have to have a a move or a night out type of plans in order for y'all to hang out I am okay with having certain friends for certain things but I just want a friend that I can do nothing with I would love to be able to have a friend that just come over and sit on my couch and we barely even talking, but we're just in each other's presence. And then we'll end up talking 
even though we we've been sitting around each other for hours or you know we might cook dinner together watch some movies you know binge watch or have like a show that we watch together you know that we only watch together like stuff like that I love like I had I have had those kind of relationships in the past and and some of those people I'm not friends with anymore or like my best friend I still have that relationship with her but I moved away so I just I would like to find that again um but I haven't been able with the girls from Bumble I haven't been able to get out of that phase and I've tried like I've thrown like a game night to to you know make it comfortable of like okay we chilling at my house type of thing but even even after that it just hasn't progressed to being comfortable just as ourselves anyways <laughs> but that's the kind that's kind of the age that we're in right now like making friends online meeting people online like i feel like making friends in your 20 somethings is already hard enough because there's nobody that you have to be around like growing up when you're going to school you have to be around those kids so you're bound to you know make friends with the people that you have to be around daily or when you go to college you're bound to make some friends with the people who have similar interests in you and y'all are all living in the same community you know um and when you're an adult, you don't necessarily want to make friends with your coworkers because that can bite you in the ass at some point. And other than that, there's nobody that you have to be around or you have to see every day to where you can start to have common interests or want to spend time together. It's, it has to be a choice to make friends in your 20-somethings. And it's just hard. It, it really is. Um... And that's how people end up just in these whack-ass relationships and just pushing out babies. Because they ain't got no friends, so they just in the house fucking. It's sad out here. But other than other than making friends as an adult being hard, it's it adds a little bit more difficulty to it because we are in the age of social media. And I don't like to talk down on social media because it has changed the lives of so many. And while I'm making this podcast, it'll probably change my life, too, in the age of social media. Um, So I don't want to talk down on it, but it just adds a new level of difficulties, being though like people have these images in their mind that they want to live up to or they are... I don't know, they just, they have, I feel like people are a lot more embarrassed these days, so like, or not, yeah, a lot more embarrassed, but because they think, because of social media, people have this, I don't know, notion in their mind that everybody else is perfect. So when you're thinking that everybody else is perfect, you're going to think that something is wrong with you, or that you're a little bit weird, or you know, whatever, so you're afraid to be yourself because you're so used to you're so used to being on social media seeing people just have these cute bubbly personalities and these aesthetic lifestyles and you think that since you don't have that something is wrong with you so now when you're meeting people 
you're afraid to even be yourself. You're trying to be the social media version of you. And it's it's just inauthentic. So, yeah, but then I also recognize the good things about being in this age of social media where, you know, we have the whole world at our fingertips. Like, there are people who I have, you know, been connected with online that I would have never, ever seen or heard of in otherwise. Like, um, my my favorite influencers are, like, just from childhood, are Aaliyah J, Diera. I have to give an honorable mention to Jackie Ina. And that's my big three. That's my top three for my, you know, influencer girls. And without the age of social media, I would have never came across them women. I think Aaliyah is, like, from New York. And, like, you know, so it's like, I would how would I ever have known anything about them? But they just being able to watch them and, and see them has helped me in my journey of growing up, becoming a woman, stuff like that. So it has its it has its ups and its downs. Um, by no by no means are any of those girls my friends, but it's just like having the world at your fingertips like that. You get to see people that are like you that are not in your hometown, that are not in your community, but you just know that they're out there and they exist. That's what I mean. That's what I mean by having the world at your fingertips to understand that you're not alone like um especially for especially for like the trans kids and like gay kids in general I'm sure this age of social media makes it a lot safer for them I'm getting off a topic but either way I I just this is on my heart but I'm sure the age of social media makes it a lot safer for them because they can log on to TikTok and see Devin Mulvaney, you know, becoming the woman she is and have that connection for themselves because they wouldn't have found that Devin Mulvaney living in Hoboken, (laughs) you know, whatever. So it's just, that's why it's like, it's such a, social media is great, but social media is also like just a double-edged sword. And... I really got off topic there for a second, but um, back to back to making friends and stuff like that. I I decided to make this like, you know, the second episode because I feel like when it comes to synastry, if you can understand who you need around you or who you would like to have around you based on your astrology chart in a friend, then it will be a lot easier to then later on be able to find a lover in based off of your astrology chart because we all want our lovers to also be our friends you see what i'm saying you see the connection yeah so that's that's where my mind was going with that and like i said friendships are so important to me um for me i think the best people that i get along with is you know of course my big three people so cancer aquarius Aries, um, Gemini's 
I love Gemini people. Pisces, I love them, but I don't know if it's always mutual. Like, (laughs) every Pisces that I've been friends with, it's been like, I'm obsessed with them, but they might have, like, they might have had, like, some secret, like, girl, I would drop you today or tomorrow. Like, that's just what I've experienced. But I still love them. I'm, I don't know. It's it's weird. It's like like a weakness. Um, and actually, I'm going I'm to dive into that a little bit more because with my friends who are Geminis, we automatically click. Like, we just have the best communication because I'm an Aries rising so Gemini is in my third house so it gives like sibling energy and our communication is just top tier like we just automatically get each other and that just is like always you know chef's kiss and then with and my, my best friend is a Gemini by the way so we we definitely clicked off like as soon as we actually had a conversation it was just the rest is history and then with Pisces like I said Pisces is in my 12th house um because I'm Aries rising and it's always like I really love them but I feel like it's always just like some energy where it's like I'm not sure if it's mutual so I had a friend who um is a Pisces and we're no longer friends which is why I had a friend (laughs) and um we were so close like attached at the hip like if you see me you see him if you see him you see me okay and if you don't see me without him you asking where he at or where I'm at you know so it was one of those situations where we were just like attached at the hip and on two separate occasions he just like ghosted me we didn't get into an argument we didn't have like a little tiff between us it was no you know like friendship politics or anything that could have you know messed up our relationship he just literally ghosted me like just stopped taking taking my calls stopped texting back it was very weird and um He had a pair of my pants that I let him borrow. So I was calling him to get my pants back, not even to, like, I'm the kind of person where I'm not going to, you know, beg anybody to be my friend or show me love or, or, you know, I'm just not going to beg you to do anything you don't already want to do. So I was calling his phone and I noticed, like, he just was not answering. He just would never answer. And so I'm like, I'm not even calling you to ask you why you you know why you acting like this I'm calling you because I want my pants back (laughs) so I ended up sending that in a text like look I just want my pants like however you feeling you know that's fine but I just want my pants back and I'll leave you alone and so we ended up um meeting up this is in college we ended up meeting up uh outside of my dorm to for him to give me my pants and he just handed me the pants and just turned and walked away you would have thought we really had like something happened between us to where it was like some awkward breakup or something I to this day I don't know why he ghosted me it could have been me I could have been a problem I am not above accepting fault 
But like I said, we had no misunderstanding, no, or maybe we did have misunderstanding. And in his mind, I'm a villain or whatever. But from my end, we didn't get into any arguments. It wasn't any like, just nothing that would have been able to explain why he was acting like that. So that has been a little bit of my experience with Pisces. Um, but I still love them. And like, I'm definitely not the kind of person who, if I have a bad experience with one Zodiac sign, I'm just like, oh, fuck that sign in general. I don't fuck with Pisces. I hate all Pisces. Like, that's so childish. And that wouldn't be very, very, you know, astrologer of me. So I definitely try not to, to keep that type of mindset. Um, but I don't really, I don't really have the greatest vibe with Virgo women and it's no shade, it's no shade, but every interaction that I've had with Virgo women have been very unpleasant or it just wasn't very friendly. You know, it's like, even if we don't hate each other, it's not very warm or welcoming. <laughs> so not that I like I not that I would, you know, automatically count out Virgos. It's just I wouldn't jump at it, you know, but I'm open to all I'm open to being friends with all people, but that's just that. Um and you know, some everybody is not for you and that's okay. That is perfectly fine everybody is not for you you're not going to be for everybody nobody you can't please everybody so of course there's going to be a certain personality type that doesn't agree with yours of course there's going to be you know just small anecdotal things that don't mix which is the way the cookie crumbles um I do have my red flags in friendships that if if this trait is like a thing, I'm automatically like, mm, <laughs> I'm I'm out of here. So for me, my red flags and friendships are if you're a negative thinker, or just if you, if anything anything you see or or experience, you have to pull out the negative in it first. I'm afraid of you, and I don't want to be around you. Um. Like, let's say, let's say we go to a concert and let's say we go to a Rihanna concert and she just doesn't happen to hit that one note. I'm in my mind like, wow, I love her outfit. Wow, she's eating this. Look at how many people are singing along to this song. Like, I'm thinking of like how magical this moment is. And if you're next to me, like, oh my gosh, she can't sing. She didn't hit that one note. Uh, she thinks she's so cute, tried to wear that. Oh my, like, that's, that is just disgusting to me. And it would really make my ass itch. Like, no, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Or if we're about to, if we're about to do something, like, let's say we're on a trip, right? And we going to Mexico, and your first, my the the person's first thought is to be like, oh my God, we're going to get kidnapped. We're about to die. Why are you even thinking like that? What is wrong with you? Like, 
it just it just it pisses me off i'm sorry like i'm all i'm always like glass half full positive outlook good vibes so anybody who is like automatically thinking of the worst case scenario i mean if that's just your trauma response and that's how you deal with stuff keep that over there keep that internal like but to try to push that energy outwards of like oh, we about to die nothing good is about to happen to us Worst case scenario, worst case scenario, blah, blah, blah. I'm just, I'm aggravated. I'm so aggravated. Like, don't piss me off. So that's my first red flag. And then my second red flag is, with this is with women. Uh, this specific red flag is towards women. But really, no. Actually, I changed my mind. This is not even just women. But people who are relationship crazy. Like, People who can't exist on their own are a certain kind of annoying. And it's not annoying enough for me to not want to be friends with you, but it's like I'm not going to want to keep talking about it, to be honest. Um, I have had friends who were like really boy crazy, and I couldn't wrap my mind around it because it's like, I grew up around really strong women. Uh, my my mom or my grandma was never really like worried about men. Like they they were moving on their own accord. Like yeah, it was niggas around or their their you know baby daddies around, but they wasn't like too worried about them. Like it was really more like they're around to help when they need to but they're they weren't really dependent on a man so I didn't even see that growing up and I just can't wrap my mind around it to be like oh my god if I don't have a man I'm nothing like or every time I hang out with my friends I'm like oh where the niggas at oh I'm not I'm not having fun unless unless men are around like that's so annoying so so annoying so that's my red flag and I have seen it in men where they're like really relationship crazy but I feel like that's a different type of a different type of you know situation going on in their mind to why they may think they need a need a woman but and I haven't experienced to the same level that I've experienced the boy crazy girls um, and then also with the boy crazy girls, they will re- never really actually be your friend. Only like it'll never be like, you know, a full friendship because they're only looking for the validation of a man. So that's automatically a red flag. Okay, and my last red flag is the the friend who doesn't have a mind of their own I am very opinionated and I would like a friend who also has her own opinions or you know just has some type of critical thought (laughs) I've definitely experienced friends who is just like okay where do you want to go eat I don't know where do you want to go eat like, do I have to make all the decisions for us? Like, is there anything you would like to do? Or, like, something? Like, you know, I don't want to have to be the leader of the group. Like, I want to be around people who all have a mind of their own, who all, you know, have an opinion, 
who we don't have to disagree. I mean, we don't have to agree all the time because we all have our own minds. And yeah, like I just, I don't like followers um, in the mindset or like just in the mindset of like, I want to do whatever you want to do. I agree with whatever you, whatever you think. That is just, it's, it's it's just not sustainable for a long-lasting friendship and for me um and yeah so those those are my three red flags um i have dealt with every all of those red flags time and time again in multiple people which is how i have come to like be like yeah this is what i can't allow um but when you bring astrology into it like i said um this makes it better to then find, then then figure out who would be a good lover for you after you discover just at the basis of who makes good friends for you. So, like I said, um, I like Aquarius people because Aquariuses definitely have their own mind. They have their own opinions and they're not afraid to, to be different from everybody else. Love that. Love that. I definitely this is going off the topic a little bit, but I feel like I can be friends with really any kind of person. Like, I feel like I can walk into any room and be able to hold my own wherever I'm at, whether I'm at the fucking Baddies West convention (laughs) or I'm at the fucking rocket scientist convention. I feel like in either one of those rooms, I could make a friend and I could, you know, hold my own as far as my own opinions, as far as me being myself. Um, I feel like I can be friends with the old lady that works at my job and I could be friends with the teenager down at the rec center. Like, it's just, I definitely feel like I can get along with so many different kinds of people. And I feel like that's an Aquarius trait um, just because, you know, just a little bit eccentric, have so many layers to you, to you, it is just something that I've noticed about myself, but, um, anyways, so yeah, that's all I like Aquarius's, and then, um, like my Aries, like me being an Aries rising, I definitely cannot have any friends who, want to be in competition with me or look at me as like some type of threat because I'm just naturally I'm not going to say confident because I have my days just like like everybody has their days where they're not as confident and things like that and I have my childhood baggage that kind of taints my confidence a little bit so yeah but on the outside looking in, I may come across as more confident and I'm never in competition with my friends. I'm never even thinking about it as far as like, oh, you know, what I'm wearing, what she's wearing. That's so, but like just not even a thought that crosses my mind. And I have, again, I've had so many friends in my 23 years. So 
I have experienced that and it would always like confuse me and you know when you're a young girl you kind of just you just well for me I just wanted to have that close friendship you know so it would be times where say say for instance me and my friends are about to go out so we're texting each other like okay like what's the vibes for tonight like are we gonna wear are we gonna wear pants or, or not not pants are we gonna wear heels or is it like more of a sneaker kind of vibe like are we giving like dressed up or are we just come and chill you know we would have those kind of conversations and let's say they would be like oh we're gonna be chill like we're not gonna get dressed up and so I would try to dress in that vibe of like okay sneakers chill vibe whatever and then I get there and they're dressed up with the heels on like all you know decked out and I'm like "Mm, okay like well, you, you, I thought we were doing this, but okay. And it's because they were in competition. Because they wanted me to dim myself down or dumb myself down or dumb myself down and dim my own light so that they could give themselves the opportunity to stand out. And so this was all before I knew myself and knew astrology and all these kind of things. So I kind of just didn't really know how to navigate it but now I know that like okay you have this certain air about you and it's not anything that I'm doing on purpose but it just is what it is that's why you got to choose your friends carefully people who are going to clap for you not people who are going to you know clap for you in in your face and then really secretly wish you were dead behind your back so, yeah, but mm, I just, when it comes to me being a cancer, though, like a cancer son, I feel like I don't really, I don't really um, connect with the stereotype that cancers are like so motherly and Um, nurturing and like emotional I feel like for me I definitely can be all those things like I don't as far as motherly I don't really I don't really subscribe to that like I don't really see myself as a, a mother figure or a motherly personality type at all but I am definitely really considerate of like, oh, let me make sure this person is good or um, making sure everything is fair or somebody is getting everything that they deserve. Like, um, I had a I had a co-worker who was new to the job or whatever, and I felt like he wasn't getting fair scheduling. Like, his, his shift was like the closing shift every, like, four or five days in a row which none of us would have ever agreed to that but since he was new and he was just taking everything as it was he didn't know that he could dispute that he didn't know that you know it's not necessarily supposed to be like that so I'm in my head like this is not right like (laughs) trying to trying to you know put that bug in his ear like you know you 
don't have to close every single day if you don't want to like you know whatever so I feel like that's when like it kind of became like I don't like the word motherly but it just I was just really being considerate like is he is he sure he wants to do this like is he getting all his hours like are y'all trying to cheat him just because he's the new guy like so that kind of gives me like cancer motherly like trying to look out for everybody but other than that I feel like mm, not so much I'm not sure but me and my friends now so hey and he's a gemini <laughs> but um i'm gonna now give some green flags of you know green flags and friendships i'm gonna say um and this and i i have this green flag for relationships too i think it's just meet when you're trying to connect with a, another human in general this is a green flag um when the person is as interested in you as you are in them so for me I'm a conversationalist so I'm asking questions I'm trying to dig deep to get to know you better so if I'm asking you about yourself and you just answer the question period like it's an interview I'm aggravated <laughs> I feel like a green flag is when the like I ask them the person something in a conversation and then they ask me it right back. You will be surprised how often that does not happen. But when it does, when it does, I make mental note of that. Like if I'm like, oh, you know, what do you like to do for fun? And they're like, oh, I like museums and going out to the club okay are you gonna ask me what I like to do now like is this an interview or are we trying to get to know each other so when they say like you know I like museums and I'm going out to the club what about you what do you like to do for fun I'm already in my head like okay we 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 get it somewhere and some people may just not know how to have an interactive conversation but at this point in our in my in my you know old age of 23 years I have no tolerance for people not knowing how to have a conversation not knowing how to you know be interactive so that's my first green flag my second green flag is being okay with addressing the elephant in the room being okay with like awkward moments I feel like that's such a such a good personality trait to have because you just know that that person like is no nonsense is not for the bullshit like they're open and honest and they're okay um like let's say for instance they they're talking and they may spit a little bit some people will try to cover it up and act like they didn't spit but i like the people who are like "Mm, like fuck i fuck i got a hole in my chin why am i spitting like who make a joke about it and just address it and move on like these are really small things but they say a lot about a person's character or if you have some let's say um you have a little bit of a misunderstanding with a friend 
but it's not that big of a deal to like beef about it but it is still kind of weird tension in the air I really have a big respect and this is a really big green green flag for me is if the person will be like what the fuck was that the other day or can we just talk about how we misunderstood each other in those text messages yes I love that like let's just address it say what it really is and then move on from it okay period so that's how many green flags is that I said yeah that's two green flags okay my last one my last green flag would be hmm I have so many but I'm trying to I don't I want to keep it to three um Hmm. I would say the friends who let you is hmm. is like because what I'm thinking of is like the opposite of the red flags, which is like duh, that would be a given. So I'm trying to make sure that it's a different green flag that isn't just the opposite of the red flags that I talked about earlier. Um Okay, okay, okay. I think I got one. The friends who are active, like, active listeners. I feel like I'm showing my love language as I'm talking about this. But, like, the friends who... I was going to say take the time out to learn you. But I feel like that's the same thing as the first green flag, which 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 is just being like a interactive conversationalists and like wanting to get to know you as much as you want to get to know them I have such a such a low standard for my friends like I love everybody as long as like you're yourself that it's like I don't think I have all that many you know um I don't think I have all that many green flags like every every thing that isn't my first three red flags is a green flag <laughs> i'm like shit you like to have fun shit like that's that's really what it's given so i can't think of a third hmm i really want to think of one okay this is so basic but i'm gonna say friends who genuinely want to see you win and friends who feel like family that is like my final and biggest green flag um i had a friend uh over the summer last year i'm no longer friends with him as i'm talking you're going to realize i have had to let a lot of people go just because i have i'm learning boundaries in this in this era of my life so because i didn't have boundaries with a lot of people relationships just got really really rocky and toxic but anyways I was friends with this one guy and he was a music artist you know aspiring music artist and he wanted to um perform like in the park and he wanted to like get his music out there and as as an aspiring artist does you know so he has showed me like his artist development plans or whatever and he had it mapped out of like 
what his ideal what his ideal fan would look like and he was very detailed in it and so and I understood it you know I listened and I completely understood where he was coming from and I of course I listened to his music so I understood or kind of got an idea of also what his fan would look like from my point of view so we had a job where we were outside fundraising we were canvassers and so we spent every single day of work outside and at the park or you know just out and about in the streets of Atlanta so one like whenever we would uh, be out and or whatever I would see people who had that kind of style I would be like oh my god there goes your fan right there oh my god look at your fan get go give him your music right now or you know, or I'm being the one like, have you ever heard of this person? Yeah, you, I think you would like him. That was because I genuinely wanted to see him win. And I think that's a really good, 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 good green flag in a friend. Just somebody who is really supportive and doesn't just doesn't just tell you they support you, but actively support you. It's a huge difference in that, like, instead of, like, instead of just liking my picture, you reposting it, telling other people to go like it, it's it's two different things. And people who feel like family is, it kind of hits different for me because my family is really dysfunctional and not all that close-knit, so I like to treat my friends as family, which is also why I have boundary issues with my friends because I'm auto- I'm trying to automatically make them my family but that's a session for my therapist <laughs> when I get one um so yeah I, I just I do like those people who automatically feel like my cousin my sister like that's a green flag to me if they can respect boundaries when I when I learn how to place them and we still feel like family. That's a major green flag for me. Um, I do want to want to touch more on boundaries, but I've been talking for a minute, and I might maybe I'll save that for another day. But um, we got to wrap it back around to astrology. So, if you want to look at your astrology and figure out who would make the best. Not best, but who would make really good friends for you? For one, I would say the people who make up your big three. So that's the people who have your sun, moon, or rising somewhere as their sun, moon, or rising. That's an automatic indication of understanding. Um, and then, especially if like your sun is their moon or something like that. Yeah. Um, and then what else? Or like if your sun is there rising or vice versa, that's a really good placement to look for in a friend. I will also say the third house, uh, the third house is the house of like siblings, uh, early childhood education, which is like the fundamentals of education and, it's the house of communication. So communication can be easier with the people or the sign that is in your third house. Um, The sign that is in your fifth house 
is a good one because it's like, you know, um, all of your likes and desires. So someone can like bring that out of you or bring light to that house for you. It'll be a really fun and creative friendship. Um, for me, the house is Leo. I haven't had many experiences with Leo people, but I really enjoy them from afar. But I haven't had any too many direct connections with them. Um, so yeah, fifth house. Fifth house is like really about creativity and like just like joy and the things that bring you pleasure. So that can go for romantic partners as well, but friends too like friend like it's a thin line between friend and romantic partner for real for real depending on what kind of friends you are but yeah so the fifth house and then of course the 11th house the 11th house is about community and friendship it is definitely a good indicator if that person has um you know, one of the major planets in it, like maybe the first six, first five or six planets there, you may have a good, good connection, uh, or decent enough to build on, you know, um, the 11th house is about networking, community, friends, and like your, your dreams. So if a, if your friend can shine a light on the house of you, furthering your network, chasing your dreams, that is always a good person to have around you, period. And I kind of feel like um, if your friend has like trines to, trines or sextiles or conjunctions to your big three or your um mercury or venus that's another good sign of like a harmonious friendship so be be on the lookout for that and there's there's so much so many more that or so much so much more nuanced stuff that will, will tell a good friendship but i would need to like see your chart to to help you with that but that's pretty much the basics of what you can start with when it comes to making, you know, friends, building community and creating your chosen family. I'm going to go now. I think I have said enough. <laughs> Thank you for listening. I'm going to talk to y'all later.